Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to TransformationRadio.fm. What a show we have planned for you today. Dr. Susan Allison, my friend, my colleague, is in the house today. We are co-hosting on one. what I believe, what I believe right here is one of the most important topics that we can be talking about right now. And, you know, by the end of today's show, I really believe that you will have a whole new understanding about this. Telling the truth will set you free. Telling the truth will set you free. And, you know, get ready to fasten your seatbelt for this show. Because whenever we start talking about truth, she and I, boy, we got a lot to say about this. Why? Because this has been our own journey. That's why Dr. Susan Allison joining me here today. You know, I could go through and tell you what an amazing author she is. Fabulous radio show host. I could tell you that the work that she's done with people, people from all walks of life, transformative. Not even, that is not even a word that I even know how to explain. Why? Because she talks about how to become an empowered healer. And it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if, you know, what you think is, is ailing you is in our pop culture or not. If the healing is coming to the surface, it is time for it to be gone all way. Today, as I know her, Women of the Year, um, also uh, someone that is so passionate and purposeful about who she is that she gives so freely, so willingly. Dr. Susan Allison, my friend, my colleague, we are taking on a topic that probably she and I have tried to avoid for most of our lives. Dr. <laughs> Susan, what do you think? Is there any truth in that? <laughs> Absolutely. Dr. Pat, yeah, we talk about, you know, what we need to learn most. And so what we have gone through ourselves so, in fact, on the last show I was on with you, you and I came up with this topic then, remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I heard a statement about, oh, maybe 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I was on a call about 15 minutes ago. And the woman that I was speaking with, she's absolutely amazing. I, I can't even, I, I don't, you know, when people show up in, in an altruistic way, I'm always in awe. You do mm-hmm. it and I, I get blown away. But the term I heard on the call by these women was we are all tools we are all tools and there are some things that will make us as tools work effectively work amazingly and there are some things that will make us as tools not do that and i gotta tell you truth is one of them Mm -hmm. so what is what is it about this topic that you and i resonated with on the last show but most importantly, here's the question, right, that you're going to talk about. 
what is your truth? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about Dr. Susan. I'm talking with all of us. So when I say, what is your truth? If you're listening yeah. to this show, yeah. Great yeah. place to start, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're going to get to why we avoid it, uh, why <laughs> we spend spend a lifetime with distractions and diversions and addictions to stuff down that truth. And it's out of fear. We're going to lose something, fear that something's going to happen if we don't you know, stay with what we're doing, even though it, it doesn't feel right, we still keep doing it. So, yeah, so, you know, telling the truth. And frankly, you said, you know, I didn't have to share, but I will that, you know, my truth recently has been that I had to cut back and I had to do less. And I am still grieving my husband's death. And I was really having a hard time. I was diagnosed with PTSD. You know, you know, Dr. Pat, this has been an excruciating decision for me not to do my radio show anymore. Uh, It was really, really, really difficult. And I had to get to the core truth, which is that I had to, I have to focus on my health and I have to listen to my intuition and not my head which says our heads say, you know, we should be doing this and we should stay in this relationship and we should stay in this job. And the should is society-based, it's parental, it's based in fear a lot of the time. Whereas if we just really listen to our heart, we go that 18 inches from our head down to the heart. It's a long way to travel for some of us. And we really get to the core inside us about what we must do then that is, that is really the truth that sets us free. But it's hard for all of us to do. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's something interesting. There was a movie that came out not too long ago, and it said, you know, the, the two worst words that could ever be said to a person, I think the movie was Whiplash. I never forgot mm. this, uh, was a uh, good job. I say that is not correct. The two worst words that have ever been in my vocabulary have been should and need. Yes. Those two words, should and need, because I have shoulded all over myself for a really long part of my life. And I have needed all over myself as well. And when you put those together, oh, my gosh, it is not a pretty picture, is it? No, it's not. It's not. And, you know, you're always so honest, which is why I love your show, because you're so authentic. You're an amazing host. I'd love to co-host with you or be your guest, because you're just awesome at this job that you do. You really are, Dr. Pat. And a lot of it is your authenticity and that you share about your life. You share about what you've gone through, you know, and all of us, I think, at some point do the should thing. And some of us more than others, based on our upbringing, based on the kinds of messages we received as children. We believe that there are certain things we must do or we're bad. Or for me, that we, I must do in order to be perfect. You know, and I think that believing that I have to be perfect to be loved has been a very false core belief I've had a lot of my life that I don't have to be perfect, that I can just be human and I can make mistakes and I can I can do things that are for my highest. And, you know, yes, other people might say, oh, we're so disappointed that you're not going to do this or that. But I know, I know inside me that I'm making the right decision and I can let go of the should, which is often, you know, coming from outside us, isn't it? 
Yeah. Uh, you know, here's interesting. I love this. You and I get to talk about this. And that is what you just said about me, Dr. Susan, is exactly yeah. what you and I have in common. Because, you know, when we're out in the world and we're doing this form of radio, and by the way, this form of radio did not exist, mm -hmm. you know, uh, 15 years ago. And yeah. I keep saying this. There was a handful of us that really mm -hmm. decided that we're going to do positive, uplifting, epic living radio. Yeah. And, you know, out of the five of us, there are one, two, three, four of us pretty much left. Now, since that point in time, of course, there are others. Rob and Brenda, for sure. Uh, Patricia Raskin is another person, for sure. But, you know, we've had to face the truth that we were a minority in mm -hmm. a world of media that said to us, and I know they've said it to you, Dr. Susan, yeah. hey, girls, this is not going to sell. Positive talk, mm -hmm. uplifting. People don't care about improving themselves through radio. Really? You need to yeah. be more angry. Dr. Susan, Dr. Pat, you need to be like all up in each other's grill. Wow, that is so not what I wanted to do. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I lost you for a minute. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, think about it. When, when we think about media, you and I, and we think about the world that we have been part of, I, I know that this has been said to you and I know it's been said to me. It's been like, wait a minute, you, 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 and you know what they would say to us, you girls, we, that is not going to sell. Being nice to each other, honoring each other, you know, talking about positive stuff. That's not going to be it. You need to be doing some bashing. Yeah. Ugh. Now it's happened. You know, I was on this radio tour recently across the country and especially on the East Coast, I found there were some really hard boiled news shows that I were on. I mean, people were listening to me as they're driving to work in the morning and yeah, there are millions of listeners. Like there was one in Philadelphia that was huge. Mm -hmm. But the news, I'm telling you, I had to take, I had to hold the phone like way out when they were on a break because I couldn't stand the negativity of the news. I had to hold it way out. And then and I remember the guy came back and he goes, wow, it's so great to be talking about something positive today. <laughs> You know, and, you know, and then after when we when we were at the end of the show, we were off the air. But he said to me, oh, my God, now I've got to go do the news. It was pretty funny because even he was sick of it, but he was in the throes of it since that was his job. Yeah. You ever hear Benny do the traffic? We don't get to hear it that often because he does the traffic and then he plays it on the show. He has the most interesting and kind way to tell people there is a jam up. If you ever listen to Benny and he has to do it every show, he goes back, he goes into the auxiliary room and Benny, we're talking about you. He goes into the auxiliary room and, and he bangs out the traffic mm -hmm. and, but it's always, hi, I'm Benny Mathers and you're listening to all, you know, and it's like, oh my God, did he just really say we're bumper to bumper to around the S curve? He did. <laughs> bumper, bumper to bumper around the S curve, but you know, keep an eye well, on Well, it's better than, oh my God, look out, there's a horrific crash. I mean, I try to be a little more light with the yeah, blocking like or that. incident. Talking about Benny, right? <laughs> you could be killed on the way yeah. home tonight, folks. Right. Yeah, I, I go a little softer with my approach. A little softer, Benny. Thank you. <laughs> yes, but you do good. it in a way that people get the message. So isn't this really, you know, somebody said to me, hey, Pat, we just watched your 2007 or 2008 video. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I actually even do a 2007 and 8 video? I don't remember that. They said, yeah, we just watched it. And they said, by the way, oh, we didn't know that you guys coined the term new mainstream in media. 
Mm. I said, oh, okay. And they said, yeah. And, and here was the question that got asked of us. They said, how's that working for you? Mm. And I, th- I don't think about these things, Dr. Susan. It is not in my truth. You yeah. see? Yeah. No, I it's see not it. in my truth. But let's talk about what you're seeing today. And I would love to skip this break because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. Thank you, Benny. Um, let's talk about this idea of what living our truth means. How do we start or begin to get mm-hmm. in touch with that, Dr. Susan? You know, that's a really, really good question, Dr. Pat, because it, you know, it, it, people, I mean, people say to me, well, I don't know how to get to my truth. I don't, I, you know, I had a friend recently. I mean, she's, you know, she's a PhD scientist at a major university. And she said to me, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how to get to what I need or what I want or what makes me happy. I don't even know how to get there. And I, and I think that what people can do who are listening is just notice Notice how you feel. Notice if you are happy with your life. If, you know, it's like the book Happy for No Reason, that you really have a, a happiness in your life where you feel fulfilled, you feel joyful, you walk outside and you can feel grateful for your life and for what's around you. Or are you feeling unhappy, kind of grumpy and generally in a funk? And I feel like if, you, if that's going on, where there's something gnawing at you, you, don't, you just don't feel quite right, those are all signals. You feel sort of like there's something missing in your life. There's something bothering you. There's something going on where, where you're just, just not feeling good. I think that's you know a huge message, whether it's in your body, you have like body symptoms, or you have like mentally you're feeling just not, not together, or you're feeling ungrounded, or emotionally, you're not feeling good, you're feeling unhappy and grouchy. Those are all signals from your body, mind and spirit that something is off. That is a great place to start. And I I personally write, I write in my journal, you don't, even though I am a therapist, you don't have to spend 10s of 1000s of dollars in therapy. I have trunks of journals, and it saved me millions in therapy bills just to write down how I'm feeling. And you can, you can start with something like right now, right now I'm feeling dot, dot, dot. Or here's a great one. The truth is, and then you just go for it and you don't put your pen down and you just go, or if you, you love to work on your tablet, your, you know, your iPad, your computer, you just start typing away. I think Writing is, you know, they've done research that, you know, the writing actually is really connected to the brain and connected to all your senses and connecting with really getting it, but however you want to do it, the truth is, and then you just unload everything and you, you don't take the pen from the page until you're done. You don't stop typing till nothing more is coming. And if you get stuck, you write that, that start again, the truth is, and then you just go for it. And, you, you know, it's going to all pour out. And it's really, really healthy and healing and releasing and cleansing to be able to just really let it all rip. You yeah. know? Yeah. Let it rip. Yeah. You know, there's something interesting about what you just said. And yeah. I, I, I don't want to just blow by this right now because yeah. it is so important. You know, I was recently... Um, 
uh, I have to tell you here recently, I've been on a number of calls or other radio shows and I'm just in awe by it, right? And I remember being on a radio show and somebody was asking me about addiction. I think they must have listened to a show that we did. I can't remember now how, because you and I know we're out in the public quite a bit. I mean, I'm doing like anywhere from 10 to 14 hours of radio a week. And so who knows what they're lit, but this is my love. Yes, I know. This is is my love. If you said to me, Pat, you got to go get that corporate job again. I'd be like, I got to go see Dr. Susan Allison, like at least three (laughs) times a week. That's what I have to do. You're going to tell me that. I know. I know. This is what you love and this is what your passion is. It is. And somebody said to me, and I would love for you to talk about this, you know, telling the truth to ourselves telling the truth to ourselves. And I want to talk about this for a couple reasons. They made a comment because I did a show with a guy that wrote a book on addiction. Yeah, I believe that was it. And, and they asked me a question and they said to me, well, you know, everybody is saying blah, blah, blah. These 12 step programs don't work. I said, no, not everybody is saying that. Where did you get that from? I said, by the way, what are you talking about? You know, who is the everybody? Because I just love when people do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, here it is. You and I are in the field of psychology, aren't we, Dr. Yes. Susan? So we people are. can't make those statements <laughs> to us. They just can't mm-hmm. because we have a different truth. Yeah. How do yeah. we help people stand up and tell their truth without generalizing to what the public would want us to believe? Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing this guy would have said to me for me to. And, you know, I just went on my rant. I said, this is how many people in the world now are benefiting from a program you said is not true. And I just went off on it. Yeah. And and then I said exactly what you said. I said, did you know that any of these programs use a tool that has been around for decades? As a matter of fact, it's ancient. It's called writing and journaling. Yeah. And that's what you just said. Isn't what you just said about writing ancient? Yes. It's ancient. And, you know, I like what you just said about 12-step programs, too. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to someone this morning uh, who uh, really is going through a difficult time. And we were talking about 12-step work. And, you know, step one, guess what the principle of step one is? (laughs) Honesty. Honesty. That you admit you're powerless. You admit that you can't do this by yourself. You admit that, like, you're stuck. You're insane. You're, you know, and and we live in an insane culture right now. People are like going around, you know, in terms of the pace, in terms of the craziness, is that you admit you're powerless over whatever it is. And you're talking about addictions and addictions are a sign that we are not living and telling our truth and we're stuffing it down. You know, I mean, talk about addictions. You know, I, I have had. Uh, food addictions, you know, when I was in my 20s, I'm completely, I would say, recovered, but you say, you know, supposedly you say you're never completely recovered, but, you know, using food, and this is like a lot of the planet, because you have to eat, right? So using food to stuff down your feelings. In fact, I had something on my fridge for years that said, it said, don't eat the feelings, because that's what people who are food addicts do is they they are stuffing down what like you said that's something it's not appropriate you're not supposed to feel that you're not supposed to do that you've got to live with the shoulds you need to go to this job even though you hate it you know you need to you know you need to 
to be nice to these people, even though they're really horrible to you. You have to, you have to smile when you feel like crying. So yeah, so you stuff all that down with something. And really, years ago, there was a book called Society is Addict, really outing America as a super addicted country in the sense that we always want to take something or do something to keep the feelings at bay because they're not okay or we're not supposed to get angry or we're not supposed to be sad or we're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to be an artist. You know, we're supposed to be an attorney. So I feel like what you just said, you know, about 12-step work, I think it's incredibly helpful for people not for everyone, but the majority of people I know who have had an alcohol problem, mm-hmm. you know, you know, someone in my family had a cocaine addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yes, the program works and it works better than just about anything I've found. Yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting about that. I want to go back to something you just said, because there was an article that was written. Well, many articles, but there was one in particular. And this is about truth. Uh, But by the way, for those of you out there, if you would like some help from Dr. Susan to get underneath something that is just gnawing at you and you know in your heart, you know in your gut that there is something not being told from a place of truth and you want to get some help with it either during the show or we'll give you Dr. Susan's number, please call us or type in your question. So you can go to yeah. 1-800-930-2819 or go to Transformation Talk Radio. I'm right on the right-hand side there. Just type your question in and we'll get you some help. But here's what I'd like to share with you. Columbia University, my alma mater, want, you know, said this. Yes, yes, it is. Sugar is as addictive as heroin but some, yeah. it, it, but some, and cocaine. But some other interesting information was added to it, Dr. Susan, and it talks to what you just said. They say the truth is that it's legal. Yeah. That's the problem. And, you know, there's no, and the battle is not with a drug industry. It's with a food industry. And so the article, but this is really the truth. You know, we look at a drug and we say, oh man, I'm never going to do that drug. But let me woof down three of those donuts you got on the table. Yeah. Or coffee. You know, we, we have a, you know, and I, I drink decaf just because I'm already so hyper. <laughs> My kids used to switch it just to see me run around the house. Oh, no. I, yeah, they thought it was really funny because suddenly, like, I'm cleaning the house in 10 minutes. Um, you know, I, I am multitasking, like, 50 things. They just thought it was hysterical. And I talk fast anyway, but I was really talking fast when they switched my coffee to decaf to coffee. So, yeah. Caffeine is also an addiction, mm-hmm. and people who, who drink a lot of caffeine and then try to go off often have blinding headaches. You know, it's obvious that it's, you know, it's working with, the, you know, the adrenals basically, you know, shut down. And, I mean, once you, once you finally you go off coffee, you're exhausted because the poor adrenals have been, they, they've been sleeping for the whole time you've been drinking a ton of coffee. But back to the sugar, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I've been off sugar for three years now. And I feel so much better. And to me, I call it a gateway drug also. Because <laughs> sugar, because if, in terms of my history with food addiction, sugar, you know, it's like I, I cannot just have one cookie. So I, I don't have cookies at all anymore. No. But I, 
but I could not just have one. I would eat no. all. I would eat all the chocolate chip cookies, or I would, I would say, oh, I'm making chocolate chip cookies for for the kids in the neighborhood and everyone. <laughs> Guess what? I wanted to eat that cookie dough. I wanted the cookies myself. So yeah, so sugar mm-hmm. has been an addiction I've had that finally I'm off sugar for almost three years, and it's made a huge difference in my life. And it's. Um, it is a drug. You're absolutely yeah. right. Well, I want to talk about something you said before, because this is really important to this conversation. For those of you just tuning in, Dr. Susan Allison, I'm Dr. Pat. Telling the truth will set you free. Here's a misconception, and I want to talk about this with you. There's no. this idea, Dr. Susan, that if I don't open my mouth and lie, I'm still telling the truth. So here was the way it was presented to me mm-hmm. almost 30 years ago. There's this thing that's called rigorous honesty, and here's what it means. It's any, any, any attempt or intent to deceive any person about anything is an untruth. Mm -hmm. It's not even just about lying. It's any intention to deceive. So it's kind of like what you and I are talking about. You know, if I'm sitting here and saying, oh, man, you know, like, I don't, uh, I don't do sugar. Let's stay with that for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then when somebody says to me something about it, you know, I keep my mouth shut. I don't answer the question. So we think by not answering a question, we're telling the truth. But, you know, the part that is under your question or idea is we are lying to ourselves. Ouch. Yeah. And so the most important thing in what you said is that is where the damage is. And I just had goosebumps all over, so I know that that's huge, huge, that we're lying to ourselves, which means we're not in integrity, we're not in, in self-honor, we're not really uh, being the person, the highest person that we can be. And, you know, and that's what my practice is about, that's what my books are about, is how can we be in our highest how can we, in this lifetime, be the be the highest highest being we can be? You know, where our you know our vibration is higher. We're we're full of joy. We're we're of service. We're like t- we're touching other people all the time. Even when we're just in a store, we're connecting with the person and thanking them for you know for really waiting on us beautifully and doing things quickly, or we're doing it on the phone when someone's nice. I had a great conversation with a guy yesterday at Comcast about baseball. And we just went on and on about baseball. We're both A's fans. It was so great. And, you know, and I just told him, you're just amazing. You're just, you know, so good at your job. And we all need to hear that. And so that, you see, is being the best we can be. It's being the happiest, the most joyful, the most free that we can be. So the lying to it's to ourselves that is the damage. Yeah. It's it's damaging it's damaging our souls. It is. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. But before we go to break, Dr. Susan, I would love for you to tell folks how they can find out more about you, get copies of your book. And by the way, you know, uh, there are people that can contact you for a session. So can you give can you give everybody this information here before we go to break? Yes. Um, Go to my website. You can get get to me easily there. It's dr no period dr susan allison with two l's dot com, dr susan allison dot com. Or people can call me at a toll free number eight six six two six eight two one two one. And 
Uh, I'd love to talk to you, and you can find you can email me through my website and connect with me. And uh, people do. I, I get emails constantly, and I work with people on the phone all over the world. And so uh, I'd love to connect with you. Yeah, and you know, for us, um, yes, the couple things I want to say to to folks is you can always email us here at the Dr. Pat mm-hmm. Show. And by the way, if you go to any of our websites, the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com, and you t- type in a comment, we get that and we reply back. Um, if you do go to transformationradio.fm, that is not up and running. That's going to mm. be launched uh, in about two months. But even if you go there, you can take a look at it. So if you're putting your comments in there, I don't know that we're getting those. But if you definitely go to Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio, any of the above, we take your information. And by the way, we've taken all of your feedback. You know, thousands mm-hmm. of you have contributed to designing TransformationRadio.fm. Dr. Susan is one of them. And the technology that is being built is not radio technology. It is connection technology. And thanks mm-hmm. to all of you. We're taking a break, everybody. And you know what's going to happen when we come back? We're going to be talking about truth, body, mind, spirit, way. Does... uh Does the spirit know when we're kind of like not answering in the donut question? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. (laughs) You know I'm going to get you. Yeah. Whatever it takes to. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Are you searching? Are you searching? Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place? That is the most familiar to your soul and the depths of who you are. The universe put someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net, 1-800-323-1790. Radio. Find Your Shine with Kelly is the show that celebrates what makes you, you. Join co-hosts Kelly Wadler and Dr. Pat Basili as they break down how to brilliantly fuel and move your body and love what makes you shine. Kelly is a professional arts and wellness coach dedicated to helping brilliant women find their confidence, energy, self-love, and shine. Tune in to Shine On Radio with Kelly and find your shine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's your tip of the day. When it comes to positive thinking and the law of attraction, many of us could say, been there, done that, read the book. So what happened if we didn't get there, didn't achieve the goal, didn't step into our abundance? Typically, there are some core wounds and core fears that keep us from stepping out. We also have energies in our ancestral lines, our cultural and family codes, and even agreements that keep us in check. 
So let me challenge you. When you had the desire that burned in your soul, what happened? How did discouragement set in? Why did you stop? What came up for you? Whose voices? Listen, there's hope, but it does not come from suppressing the energy that's within you. We all know it's going to spill out somewhere. So join me on Transformation Talk Radio and Sheer Alchemy, and we're going to find out how we can shift you into the intentions that can manifest for you. Discover the eight things the elements of prosperity want you to know. Lynn Brown is hosting a life-transforming, soul-expanding evening on April 30th, featuring guest speaker and radio host, Dr. Pat Basili. Lynn was guided to make this a by-donation event for entrance, and all proceeds will be donated towards uplifting the homeless community. For more information and to get tickets, visit eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com, and type Lynn Brown in the search. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Dr. Susan Allison is joining me here today. And she and I, during the break, we were talking about, you know, we have a mutual admiration for each other. And, you know, it is something that is very, very powerful. And I'm very blessed to know her. And I do know that she will, you will be back. Because Mm -hmm. as many of us have had to do, our truth has been, Dr. Susan, that we've had to step away from not just things like this, but people, too. And something happens when we have the courage like you are are taking and you have to do that. And my Mm -hmm. experience has been that when the time is ready to re-energize and come back in, that we come back in more powerful more engaged, more altruistic, and more visionary. And I love that you are honoring that part of yourself. And what Mm. I've come to know about this is that spirit, because we talked about that, spirit shows up sometimes to guide us about that which we need to put on pause so that when we're ready, we can really do the good work in the world. Mm-hmm. No, and I yeah, get that yeah. sense about this for you, and I honor you Thank for your journey. Thank you so much. You, you have so much integrity, and you know, you've been so compassionate about my needing to take a leave, and I just want to thank you for that, because you didn't have to be that way. You could have been upset that I'm leaving, or you know, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how I could stay, and you, you generously gave your time to talk with me about all that. So thank you for making this not as hard. Um, it's already been hard. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss Benny. I'm going to miss my listeners who have been amazing. In fact, Benny and I had a call on one of my shows. I think it was my last show, and she was just this incredible woman who just said, you have helped me change my life. You know, I just really appreciate your show, and I honor you for doing what it is you need to do to take care of yourself. It was just the most, it was yeah. so great that this woman called in uh, to the show because um, this has been a hard decision. You and I talked about yep. shoulds yep. earlier, and for me, it's about being an overachiever. It's about always trying to please my father, even though my father is dead. My father is not even here. Hello. 
I still have my father's voice in my head, as some of us do have a, a parental voice or a society voice or something in our heads that say, you're not doing enough. You, you know, what about this? Don't you think you should be doing this? You, you should stay, you know, keep doing your radio show. You, you, you know, when are you going to write your next book? Mm. Uh, you know, it's like I feel like that there's a slave driver in my yeah. head. Yeah. And, I've, and I'm getting off the track. Off that track, I'm trying to, even though it's been a lifetime of being, uh, of pushing myself and being a workaholic, you know, being an overachiever, I'm getting off that track and wanting to play more, wanting to just, you know, be in nature and, and mm -hmm. go snorkeling or just, you know, sleep or something uh, because I haven't given myself permission in my life, Dr. Pat, to really uh, get off the fast track. And, uh, it, you know, it's time. I need to get off the fast track at least for a while and then see what's next. Yeah. I love that you share that because here's, here's, here's what I know. And this, maybe you can talk about this yeah. um, as an example. Yesterday I did something, Dr. Susan, I've never done in the 13 plus years I've been doing the show. Something happened and I had to face the truth. And, and I'll tell you what it is. Maybe you can talk about it because sometimes sure. the truth is not about doing something. It's about not doing something. Mm -hmm. right? right. And we don't think about that. Yesterday, I, I had a schedule to do my Lyme talk radio show at one o'clock. Lyme disease, as you know, I've been an advocate yeah. since 2004. Yeah, um, I live in the state of Washington. If you all in the state of Washington are listening to the show, like I know you do every time I talk about Lyme because you tap me out. Here's the thing. Change your website on the human services and health. Change it. Please change it. Please don't keep saying that disease doesn't live in the state of Washington. The ticks do not know that the state of Washington, they can't come in here. But that's not my point. My point is Linda calls me five minutes before the show. And she says, you know, I just got to share something about your guest. And, you know, you know, we didn't know this. I didn't know this. But you may have a guest coming on the show. And he actually doesn't believe that all these people getting Lyme disease actually really have it. Mm. And, you know, Dr. Susan, in a minute, I said to her, yep, he's not my guest. Mm. I'm not going to do the show. Mm. And she said, wow. you know, I had a feeling you would say that. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah. I said, you know, because what will happen with me on that show. And maybe I, here's a should. You ready? This is my yep. should. Pat, maybe you should have done the show. And mm -hmm. here's my should. Uh, my sense is if I'd have done that show with him, it would have been a full hour of him and I battling back and forth. Yeah. Our perspective, mm -hmm. how each of us is right. That yep. would not have served the thousands, actually the tens of thousands of listeners that listen to Lime Talk Radio. Yeah. That's not the way I wanted to show up. So can you talk about sometimes how it's okay? Because I felt guilty after have to tell yeah. you no how yeah. it's okay sometimes not to do something oh i think it's a huge topic we could do a whole show called saying no thank you okay. saying no because you see a lot of us and and, and i am going to speak for women right now especially okay. yeah me too yeah we have been raised that you, you always say yes We've been raised to be people pleasers, to always serve, to always do what somebody needs us to do. Maybe our brother is outside playing baseball, but we're inside, you know, serving people who are visiting. So it's it's like 
saying yes is what we're supposed to do all the time. It's a should. Saying no is so huge. And it's saying no is about setting our boundaries. And you just, you, you just gave a perfect example. You set your boundaries. You drew it in the sand. You said no. And you also honored yourself, all the people with Lyme disease, and you showed integrity. You know, you really told, you, you lived your truth. And I feel that that was awesome. I think the integrity was the biggest piece that you really, uh, really illustrated in, in what, what you did. I, I say to everyone listening, say no to at least one thing this week. No. And, you know, we, we think people won't like us if we don't yeah. do that committee. committee. Yep. We think they'll be mad at us. And there's another thing that I see with women mainly. I mainly have women in my therapy practice. Mm-hmm. Women, women are afraid someone's going to be mad at them, that, that someone isn't going to like them, that someone's going to go away, perhaps the fears of abandonment, the fears of being left, the fears, whatever that fear is, it's usually from childhood. It's about uh, not being able to say no, because then, like you said, you felt guilty, and then someone's going to be upset with you. And so we have to get over that. We have mm-hmm. to, you know, as, as women, as men, we have to not care as much about what people are going to think as we do about our own integrity, our own honor, honoring that intuitive voice inside us that says, no, I'm not doing that. And, you know, not just your description of the show and all of Mm -hmm. that, but there's other issues, right? Right. Being in a marriage that's abusive. Yep. Being in a job that is draining the heck out of you and you, you just barely can drag yourself there every day or your boss is abusive. People, you know, it's like we stay way too long in those situations out of fear. And so there are times where we have to say no in those situations, right? We have to leave a marriage that is really hurtful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. and I, I, I did. Yeah, uh, I left a very difficult marriage. Yeah, uh, got a divorce uh, in nineteen ninety six. Right. So yeah, so it's um, it's something I had to do. I had to get out of there because my spirit was dying. Mm-hmm. And so there are times where we have and, and we have to choose not to do something like you just said. That's I thought that was a really important point you brought up. And, you know, the reason I use it as an example is because I wanted you to address and talk about this idea of truth and spirit, because Linda knew it spiritually and intuitively. And Linda is amazing. She's not only my friend, but she's the producer. Everybody that you hear on this show, Linda has put them on this show. Yeah, I love Linda. Um, And she knew enough to call me. So she wasn't in her should. And then... My, I was so clear that I know that was spirit talking, Dr. Susan, and yeah. I wish you would talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, when you say spirit talking, people who, you know, could be listening might not know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. It's a little okay. abstract for people. Yep. But I feel that all people have to do, and, you know, they could even do it right now, is that you just, you know, you can't have distractions around you. So if you're driving, please don't do this or yeah. don't do not do it if you're it's noisy where you are. But you could do it later and listen to the archive show. But you just close your eyes and you take a breath. 
And then when you take a breath in on the exhale, you literally imagine moving from your head all the way down to where your heart is. You can even put your hands there on your heart. Working with thousands of people, I, I really believe our intuition lives somewhere or, you know, in that area. Our higher self, our intuition lives in that area. And you just ask a question. You know, you say, you know, what am I going to do about? Or how do I really feel about? Or what's my truth right now? What is it that is the truth for me this minute? And then you just let whatever bubbles up, that bubbles up out of that place, and something something comes up, up, and, and you have a thought in your mind about it. But, you know, all my books have exercises where people can get to their truth by following intuition. And that's a, that's a whole other show, too, on yeah. intuition and how we had it as little children, Dr. Pat. Yeah. We, you know, if we didn't like spinach, it, you know, we shoved it off our tray onto the floor, right? Yep. If we didn't like, if someone was kind of smelly, we did not hug them. Right. And we, we just knew whether we were tired, whether we were thirsty, whether we, we wanted to crawl in someone's lap. whether So intuition is big when we're little. And then what happens is parents jump in, society, school, peers, we stop listening to that beautiful voice inside. It's our wise voice. It's our, you know, it's our inner, inner voice, inner truth, wise woman or man. You know, it's, it's what tells us what we're really, really feeling about something. And most, most people I work with have lost that connection, but it can be regained. Uh, I just met with someone yesterday who said, oh, my gosh. <clears throat> I'm really getting clear. I'm, I'm going home from work and, you know, I'm realizing that, you know, I should go to the gym. And then a voice said, you really want to go home. You really need to rest. You really haven't eaten. Um, and so the person listened and listened to that voice, did not go to the gym, even though they, they were exhausted. They would have been beating themselves up at the gym you know, probably overworking certain muscles. They could have even injured themselves. So really learning, relearning how to pay attention to that, that voice that always tells us the truth, always. Well, you know, one of the things that I know is true, Dr. Susan, is that you are definitely a shining a light, a spirit, because, you know, your courage and vulnerability to talk about your life journey, to talk about some things that are excruciatingly painful, really sets an example. I shared with you before uh, something someone had said to me, one of my, my teachers who passed away very mm -hmm. unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it was that, you know, Pat, you can't take someone on a, uh, to a place you haven't gone yourself. Mm -hmm. And I never really understood that until recently. But that is the truth of us. If we're going to invite people to be vulnerable, to speak their truth, mm -hmm. then we certainly have to do our best to show up as that. Now, you are going to work with people just because you're not on the radio. It doesn't yeah. mean you're not. So would you let folks know again how they can sure. contact you directly and stay connected with you? Yeah, I'd love that. Um, you know, I'm going to miss all of my listeners and please 
please be in touch. I'd love that. So it's dr, no period, drsusanallison.com. And you also can call me, 866-268-2121. And I get emails every day, which is just lovely, and connect. And I always return uh, the email. So those of you who go to my website, you can see how to contact me by email. And I will always answer your question and, and uh, contact you. Also, uh, you'll see on my website that I do a 15-minute free consultation. And then if you want to work with me, you can by phone. I'm in Central California, so most of my clients right now are across the country. So uh, you can contact me. I'd love to hear mm -hmm. from you. Um, one of the things we didn't talk about, and I would love to talk about it in the last couple of minutes we have, is that there is a real difference between rigorous honesty and radical honesty. And I want to be really clear about that. And I, I, there's, a, there's a story that's get told, uh, uh, Dr. Susan, where, you know, the, the wife is on her deathbed, literally three minutes to live. And the husband decides that he's going to tell her about a time he cheated 30 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, part of this is looking at, you know, discernment in some of these things. And I think this is the trickiest part of it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, good point. I like, I love the word discernment, that we have to be discerning. And also we have to be compassionate and Thank kind. You. Mm -hmm. you know, if you look at the, the, um, four aspects of Buddhism, you know, I mean, we're talking about loving kindness and compassion is the first two. And so we have to be careful. Even in 12-step work, uh, when you make amends to people, you now maybe the, the, the husband was trying to make amends to her on some level or say he's sorry just to make himself feel better. But amends work, you do not contact the person if, if there's going to be harm to them or anyone they're with. So you do, you do your amends work just in a journal. You just write down, and it, it's, it's to get it out of you. You know, it's to, it's to cleanse you. It's to keep you uh, clear and feeling that you have, um, you have said you're sorry. You have, you have made amends. And really, I like the concept of living amends that the husband who did that could have, you know, hopefully uh, been faithful to her the rest of their marriage. That's a living amends that he stopped doing that, and it'd be better if he had told her originally. And then he—it's a living amends that he is a, an incredible husband for the for the thirty years. Mm -hmm. So that I love the idea of a living amends, and mm -hmm. I like the idea of using discernment about how honest we are with people, not to hurt them. We don't want to <laughs> hurt people. We don't. That's you know that is not in our highest to hurt someone. We have to do things with loving kindness and compassion. And I, I totally, totally um, believe that. You know, it, and it's true in everything. It's true at work, the way we are honest, uh, in our family, in our, in our relationship, if we have a partner, how we're honest. I like, I like a formula that I have that I'll quickly say that I think is Yeah, really please. It's, this is, I use this with all my clients. I just love it. It's, you know, you can do it either way. You can do it, I feel blank, whatever. I feel blank when you blank. And what I really prefer or appreciate instead is, uh, or when you blank, I feel 
blank and what I would really prefer or appreciate is. So somebody says they're going to call you, you're really looking forward to it, and they never call. And you immediately, because, you know, it's, it's, it's a step 10 and 12-step work that you're constantly taking your own inventory and looking, mm-hmm. looking at yourself really rigorously, being rigorously honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you're wrong, you promptly admit it is step 10. And so, you know, in that formula, you would say to the person, uh, when you didn't call me, when you said that you would, I felt so disappointed and sad. And I was so looking forward to talking to you because it's been months. And I so appreciate a text or something. If you, if you can't do it, you can let me know because I just sat there and waited for the phone to ring and I was, was really, really disappointed <laughs> and sad and I felt kind of abandoned by you too. So you see how saying it that way, someone can receive it without being defensive. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Daniel. And oh. you know, part of what's missing from that whole conversation is calling somebody a name in the middle of that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a you know, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's really the perverse place you want to go. You know, you want to lash out and call a person something. And by the way, I know we're not going to have time to talk about this, but right now in our political arena, I have never seen so much bullying in public. And I am not even talking about what my political aspirations are has nothing to do with it. I have not seen as much bullying in public as what we're seeing today. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, I got to go back and ask God what God's thinking right there. It's just I, I, I don't even watch the news right now. I have to, I have to be completely talk about rigorous honesty. Uh, I'm not watching the news, Dr. Pat. I'm yeah, not, either. you know, and I'm actually a declines to state. And it was for spiritual reasons years and years mm-hmm. and years ago. In fact, the first person who, uh, who uh, registered me to vote called me a communist. <laughs> told me I must be a communist because I, I was a declines to state instead of voting by political party. Uh-huh. I, always, I have always voted for the candidate rather than the party. But you know what? I have no idea what I'm going to do this year. Uh, I, I'm very disappointed in our choices. I'm disappointed in the whole, um, this is the best we have. I am just, I'm, anyway, I, I don't want to go any further with that. But No, I, just, I um, think that's it. I actually did get clear not too long ago. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how I got clear. Maybe it was by default. But the point for me is, what is the example? And I hope that folks listening here, that whether you listen to the news or not, just know how each and every one of us, Dr. Susan, shows up in the world yeah. matters. Thank you for all that you do. Last question. What's your personal message? Oh, my personal message is to be happy and feel fulfilled and of service and figure out how you can do that. What's your passion? What is it that just really makes you lose track of time because you love it so much is to find your passion, find your joy, and then live it. And you fit your puzzle piece fits the rest of the puzzle piece in the world as soon as you figure that out. And many blessings to all your listeners, Dr. Pat, and to you. It's been my honor to be part of this network. Well, we're going to, you and I are going to keep chatting because you already talked about the next show we're going to do. We don't know when we're going to do it, but there is going to be a next show. We're going to take a short break, everyone. Dr. Susan Allison is amazing. Please feel free to reach out and connect with her as well. And we are looking forward to a life 
together, all of us. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.